The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up using promo code WMVP at sportsbook.draftkings.com. Anybody tell you that I miss practice, or coach say I miss practice, and y'all hear it, then that's that. I mean, I might have missed one practice this year, but if somebody say he doesn't come to practice, it can be one practice out of all the practices this year. That's enough. We sitting here, I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we're in here talking about practice. We're talking about practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game. We're talking about practice. I know it's important. I do. I honestly do. But we're talking about practice, man. What are we talking about? Practice? We're talking about practice, man. We're talking about practice. We're talking about practice. We ain't talking about the game. We're talking about practice, man. It's funny to me, too. We're talking about practice. There you go. Uh, I thought that was perfect for today's theme. Uh, Is it a big deal if a bunch of Bears players have missed a bunch of practices? Or as Allen Iverson said, we're talking about practice. We're not talking about a game. Well, the NFL, they play 17 games. The NBA, they play 82. They play every night. So, I mean, I would think that practices may be a little less important in the NBA versus the NFL. That's one. And two, Allen Iverson's one of the top 50 players in the history of the sport. We don't have any of those guys on our football team. They need to practice. That's, that, that's a good point, too. Yeah. So let's, uh, let's talk to Jeff Joniak. He's got the call tomorrow. And of all the games, we are the home of your Chicago Bears, ESPN 1000. Uh, you'll hear him and Tom Thayer tomorrow. Our coverage starts at 8 in the morning with Black and Abdallah. Then the network pregame show will be broadcasting live from Soldier Field. I'll be joined by Dion Miller. And Joniak's got his exclusive interview with Ryan Poles. It is always outstanding. Um, he also talks to Matt Eberflus. We chit-chat with him and Thayer then later. And also J-Mac, Courtney Cronin's going to make her debut can we on start, the pregame show. Can we start sending Jeff a text message or an email that has some suggested questions. I know that he covers all oh, of it. Oh, well, ask him right now. Well, I just want to our... know, like, before he talks to Ryan Poles, Ryan, are you interested in Jonathan Taylor or Chris Jones? <laughs> Here's uh, Joniak on the Car X Tire and Auto Hotline. Are you like Casey Kasem, and, and will you take requests? I, I guess I can, but, you know, I've been in this business for nearly four decades. I think I could cover it there, T. Waddle. What, you know, I got listen, it. Not your first rodeo, right? Yeah. Right. I mean, listen, yeah. you obviously aren't, aren't aware of humor coming your way either, are you? Hey, it's right back at you with the humor. <laughs> Happy Bears Friday. How are we feeling? Where are you where guys are you, at? Where, where, where are you, you guys listen, at? Listen, we've got Game Face on right now on the Stony Point Grill in Mokina, buddy. Nice, nice. Got a good crowd over there? Of oh, course. we got a great crowd over here. Nice. Let, let Joniak hear from you guys today on a Bears Friday. Hey, let, let me hear it. Let me hear it. Let me hear it. Touchdown. Touchdown, Bears. Let me hear it. I don't think they were into ah, doing that. <laughs> touchdown. Touchdown, there, Bears. There are a few, a few adult beverages in on this uh, happy hour. Amen. Yeah. yeah. How was your, I know I am. How was your week this week? Uh, less travel uh, in uh, just at the house hall this week for you guys, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good to, to wind it up this way and uh, get ready for the regular season. Still a lot of stuff to take care of up there. But, yeah, I did have a nice time, though, in Indy. That was a good break from the everyday and really focused on uh, 
relationship building with uh, players, coaches, scouts, whatever, people you run into, and uh, it was very good. I, I loved it. I loved being sequestered there, and uh, it was just all football talk, man. It was I, awesome. I have not told this to Waddle either, Joniak, um, and I'm going to tell you too. Uh, I was told by Danny Zetterman that we've had an issue lately that I don't know if you've seen these ads on the Metra train stops. Where I just saw one in downtown Glen Ellen yesterday. I yes. couldn't believe it. Yeah, so at, at all the Metro stops, uh, we have these big billboards that say, your new home for the Bears, ESPN 1000, ESPN Chicago. Download the ESPN Chicago app, and they've got the QR codes there. The Metro station, so you can just put your phone up there, and it will download the ESPN Chicago app to listen to Bears football. Well, now they're being stolen what? throughout Chicagoland because people want a piece of Joniak. Of Joniak and Thayer. I don't know why, but like they have become a hot thing to steal from Metra. And, really? um, and the station has been well, informed that they're disappearing throughout Chicagoland wow. around Metra stops. They're valuable. Our mugs aren't on there, are they? No, no, or no. else they would not be stolen. Right, right. No, they would not. They'd be, uh, they'd be uh, you know probably messed with a little bit. Listen, right? these are collector collectors, collectors items. items. Yeah. yeah, that's what they are. Seriously. <laughs> well, They're maybe we should items. sign them. Maybe we should sign them and give yeah. the money to charity. There How about you go. that? You're that's what I said. Guy. I said for the opener against Green Bay, since they're so hot, we should do a miniature version of them and give them away right yeah. at the gates. Great I idea. like it. I like it. Yeah. Well, hey, I love I love the excitement and the passion for the games right here. Yes. And uh, it's going to be a fun season. Hey, Jeff, uh, well, your thoughts on... Uh, finding out that Justin is going to play and all of the available starters who aren't out because of injury are going to get some run this this uh, in this preseason game as well. Yeah, thumbs up. Uh, I, I, you know, I'd hope to see that last week as well. So absolutely, get, uh, get whatever rust needs to be knocked off for a few snaps. Hey, it's not going to tell a whole story. No way, no how. Uh, no preseason game does. Uh, this is always the game where guys are going to be fighting for whatever roster spots might be left. And uh, to really prove that they belong on the final final roster or head to the practice squad. Or, hey, we got to go find something else out there when cuts happen next Tuesday by 3 o'clock. So, yeah, I'm all for it. It puts uh, a little fun back in the game a little bit in terms of what we'll see from both teams because they're both going to play. I think over on Buffalo's side, the head coach is a little hacked off by their last performance in terms of uh, penalties, too many penalties, and uh, they want to smooth things out. Th- this is about... Making, you know, just look good. Look good. You know, just look good. The results of every play aside, just look good. Make sure you're looking smooth out there. Jeff, how concerned are you that the list of injuries is as long as it, as it is right now? I'd be concerned if these were all uh, not sure when they're going to return type injuries, like with Tevin Jenkins. Uh, if there was uh, a dozen of those, I'd be freaking out right now. Uh, nonetheless, the, the the attention, which, again, I repeat, I've said all offseason, the, the moment the season ended in 22, well, January of 23, the line of scrimmage, what's it going to look like? It needs to be shored up. It needs to be rock solid, both sides of the ball. This is where you're going to be getting the process of winning games because that's how it works in the NFL. And and to find out that, uh, you know, at least four of the top six are banged up right now, yeah, that, that worries me. Uh, but in terms of not having any long-term concerns or season-ending injuries, I think uh, I think they either have dodged a bullet here, or you know it, 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 they'll be okay. 
they'll be okay. i got to trust what the head coach is saying. A lot of these bigger names will be ready for week one against the Packers. Jeff, is, is Cody Whitehair playing guard again because he probably would have a tough time snapping the football, or is he playing guard again because Tevin Jenkins is out? I, w- I would say the latter is my guess. It's not because of the snapping. It's not his snapping hand. Uh, Cody is uh, an outstanding guard. He is the first guy to put his hand up in the air and says, what do you need? And I'll do it. And he's been that way since he's been here. So it's not a surprise to me given this scenario. Um, but, you know, uh, I'd like to see, you know, Lucas Patrick healthy then too. So who knows what's going to happen by week one, who's going to play where. Do we have any insight on some of the guys that or was everyone on the list that didn't practice yesterday, Jeff, has just assumed that they won't play tomorrow? Yeah, I would probably assume that for sure. Uh, I know there was a roster move today with Dante Pettis going to IR wide receiver uh, and Joe Reed on uh, uh, waived injured, I believe, Joe Reed, the veteran receiver. So, you know, they cleared up some of that issue right there. Other than that, yeah, I would say that's probably fair. Uh, Hey, maybe there's a surprise or two we don't know yet. We'll find out in the morning. Right. Who are you uh, focusing most on uh, tomorrow that you want to see battling for a roster spot? Oh, my gosh. There, there's a number. You know, the secondary, how that battle. You know, we haven't seen Terrell Smith in a game yet, so uh, going to see the University of Minnesota uh, cornerback. He had a, a very spirited battle going on with Tyreek Stevenson, who's moved ahead, obviously, in that bid to start. And uh, I'd like to see how he looks in, in this scenario. That's number one. Uh, more Tyson Bajan. I, <laughs> yeah. I I know people are, are – this has been a topic all week everywhere, but um, – this is not some slouch quarterback that's come to the Bears here by way of uh, undrafted free agency. Uh, this guy had a lot of football under his belt, and he has all the words that I've used are exactly the words that Andrew Janoko used this week to describe him, the poise, the moxie. I think we've all heard that. I've seen cut-ups online from some of the quarterback analysts out there that are praising his footwork and his technique and his rotation. And so that that's all comes with it. Learning the offense and putting to get all together, that that's a whole other thing. And uh, I just think he has had so much experience more than just the average college quarterback coming into the league because he played so much there and put up so many big numbers. You know, just talking to him, he's already seen and understands every possible concept that comes across his desk as a quarterback now in the NFL. So uh, it'll be interesting to continue to watch and what what he does. I watched a uh, a breakdown from J.T. O'Sullivan last night. Yeah, same one I I saw. Yeah, yeah, like... Uh, and again, like he trains a lot of quarterbacks. He knows what he's seeing with a film. And he just explains exactly what you just explained. That again, like there are some throws in there that a lot of guys can and will make. But just what you said about that footwork and the mm-hmm. way there's no uh, panic. Um, the footwork is perfect. The way he releases the football, the way he knows how to go through his reads. The way the ball comes out, again, like, I don't want to go uh, crazy over it, but again, it, it just the, the thing that I keep hearing is he looks the part. Yeah, he, he certainly does. And, and, you know, I've been saying that ever since the Senior Bowl, when I called that Senior Bowl on Sirius XM this year. Uh, I, I was impressed with how he handled things. And 
just every practice there's something he did that made you turn your head a little bit. And, again, I know it's easy to keep comparing. People are comparing him to Brock Purdy and all that. It's not about where he was selected, seventh, Mr. Irrelevant. He's going to start for the 49ers. He had great success second half of that season. It's just stylistically, and I watched so much Brock Purdy uh, in college and watched his tape because I'm an Iowa State grad and was uniquely interested there's just he finds completions and 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 I said that to Tyson as well. You're just kind of a guy that finds completions and, and that's what he does. So, hey, don't know what it's going to mean. Don't know what it's going to mean big picture uh, for that young man. But uh, you know he's he's definitely somebody that looks like he belongs for Jeff, sure. Jeff, uh, with with Pettis going to the IR, I believe he was their most sure-handed punt returner. He sure was. Um, Valus Jones obviously is now I guess that guy. Um, does this mean, in your opinion, that Valus Jones is on this roster? Or if, or, or if somebody's available when cutdowns occur, do you believe that that's still an option for them? Well, I think everything is on the table. He's banged up right now as well, uh, so I don't expect him to be on the field tomorrow either. Uh, there are others on the roster, including Tyler Scott, that can return punts. Uh, again, what's your, what's your comfort zone putting a rookie back there? Uh, those are special teams coaches' nightmares, having rookies back there until they prove consistently they can make a clean decision and a clean grab first and foremost. Uh, so, uh, but there are other aspects of Valus Jones' game that, uh, in my opinion, should keep him on the roster. And I just think that speed is so valuable right now to this roster. They've got four or five guys that can run in the four threes, and he's one of them. He did a great job returning kickoffs last year, and I suspect that would continue here in 2023. So, um, don't know how what the severity of his injury is or what it is that's keeping him out. You watching any Chris Jones tape? <laughs> no, you know what? I, I'm not. I'm not thinking that's something that's going to present itself. I mean, the Kansas City Chiefs are trying to win another Super Bowl, and he's a big reason why. And I think eventually that'll get hammered out. Uh, it's just the dance that goes on. I know he's talking tough, and the Chiefs are playing tough, but in the end. Uh, this is uh, a Super Bowl contender on a defense that's built around their pass rush, including him, and he's had tremendous success. And, yeah, my partner down there, he'd love it. He, he oh, keeps yeah, talking yeah. about it. Um, oh, I, I just, the practicality of it and what you'd have to give up, um, I'd, I'd rather not give up stuff right now. I, the Bears are not ready to be that team. Uh, to give up stuff in terms of first-round picks and all that. So that's just my opinion. Uh, I'd like to keep the draft capital right now and continue to build properly and make decisions on your quarterback moving forward. But Thayer's all in. He loves the guy, for sure. Yep, and what's not to love? I mean, he's a dominant defensive tackle uh, with a lot of sacks, a lot of forced fumbles, a lot of the good stuff, and uh, I love how he plays. But um, he he just turned 29, I believe, so this will be his... uh, at year 29, and, you know, how, he wants he wants big, he wants Aaron Donald money, so uh, those uh, those agents of his are going to work until they get something similar to that, I'd imagine, and we'll see we'll see how it plays out. He, uh, I don't, I don't see play, he's already getting fined a, a lot of money, and I know that yeah. gets made up, however, maybe it gets waved off, who knows, but in terms of what he can miss by missing games, it's uh, somewhat unrealistic, right? Jeff, if you feel that way about Chris Jones, I, I assume you feel even more strongly about 
Jonathan Taylor not be an option for this team either. Yeah, I mean, I, I love you know. Here, here's a totally different scenario. Obviously, you got a ready-made player in both cases, but one's 29, one's 24. He's only 24 years old, and I and I get all that. But uh, I I like what the Bears have done with the running back position now. I, I, I you know, I, there's even people suggesting Dante Foreman may not be on this final roster, but I like that player. I like his style. They want to be a nasty, slug-it-out run game. You got Khalil Herbert doing the job, the 5.7 a carry and the 5 yards a carry career average with more opportunity. I still think big things for him. And Roshan Johnson has done nothing uh, but impress us. You know, there was a great conversation the other day with David Walker, the running backs coach, because, and I, and I thought this, so you look at him without pads, and the, and the kind of a linear body, slender, doesn't have like you know big thick legs uh, as a running back. But then you put him in pads, and he looks totally different, and he delivers a pop. And I think uh, that is something to keep an eye on here: is where this guy's future is, and how good he can be. And uh, I think they have a variety of styles in that backfield to serve the offensive coordinator Luke Getzey. Well, because he's going to try, as he always does, as every offensive coordinator does, going to create mismatches wherever he can, and I think they have a stable of backs here that, that can get the job done. So you, you, you've you heard that Foreman could be on the bubble. No, I'm reading it. I mean, I'm, everybody's writing it. I actually called somebody today. Hey, is this, like, why you guys think this, you know? Well, you know... Uh, Special teams certainly does play a factor in some of this, too. You know, what does he, can he offer in special teams when you're a, a backup running back yeah. if, in fact, Khalil Herbert is your number one? He's not uh, because Roshan Johnson is an excellent special yeah. teams player. Yeah, and, Jeff, I, I mean, I don't think anyone looks at Foreman and thinks he's a great receiver as well. So, you know, he, he does certain things really, really well, but he's not one of these all, we, you know, all no. complete back. And, look, this is the time where everyone is now roster projections. Yeah. That's, this yeah. is... So everyone's Which is fun, to, right? Yeah, it, it, of it, All this is fun. You know, I, you Sylvie whacked me on the knuckles verbally years ago when Tom and I used to do these. We used to do these training camp reports. We'd do seven a day, every day at training camp. I mean, they've absolutely numbered in the, in the upper, upper thousands of reports we did. And he always said, ah, oh, just play the hits. Tell me what the quarterback's doing. Did anybody get hurt? And we're, we're, we're debating you know, the seventh wide receiver on the fifth training camp report. But that's what we had to do. We were asked to do it. And But I now I, I'm looking all over Twitter, and all, everybody's projecting in there, you know, arguing over who's the sixth receiver going to be. And it, to me it's fun because I'm all about ball. I'm all about football, and I do love it. But the average fan, I don't know if they, they get into all that, but uh, but that's what's going on right now. Who's right. You know, how many linebackers you keeping because of special teams? How many DBs? Because of the versatility they play, can you can you keep fewer defensive linemen? Because a lot of these guys can kick inside or kick outside as, as D tackles or D end. You know, this this is the breakdown that everybody talks about in advance of Tuesday. Jeff, about a half hour ago, Sylvie knocked over a, a full glass of water, about a sixteen ounce or maybe twenty ounces of water, mm. on his computer. Not a good inside sign. Inside his computer. If he had done that in the booth to Trump. either your device or no. I know Thayer probably doesn't even own a computer, but if he no. had, he's got an iPad. He, but not okay. a computer. So if Sylvie had poured his glass of water, accidentally knocked it over onto Tom Thayer's iPad, what would transpire after that? First of all, uh, you, both of us, we'd cloud up and rain all over him, number one. And, and with Tom, there might be a bruise somewhere on the body. Could even be a black eye. You might lose a tooth. And you would not be welcome for a while. Yes. Listen, 
I, you know, last year I did spill a cup of coffee. Oh. Uh, I, I think we were on the road, and I, I didn't even realize it because I'm a hands talker. I, I move my, and Sylvie knows I'm rocking back and forth like I got ants in my pants, but I, I am a hands talker, and I, it just missed his zip code. I mean, if there was a dividing line that could perfectly be met, that coffee stayed on my side of the fence, but one drop on the other side, there's trouble. That was you know, scared coffee. You can't be right having there. that happen. That was but scared coffee. <laughs> yeah, don't don't be it coming do. in there with any liquids without yeah. with or without lids. Just don't do it. Yeah, you're learning. It's it's fine. You'll be all right. But you know, they are, come on, they, be smarter around your laptop, buddy. Yeah. Well, well, look, uh, it had a uh, to make an excuse. There's no excuse. Yeah, well, that, thank you, Jeff. Tom Fair would not uh, not accept an excuse. There are two tables. Nor would pushed, Jeff Joniak. Pushed no. together where I'm sitting, and I didn't see. The 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 little crack in the table. You know what, Jeff? The and coach, coach, down coach. I was expecting <laughs> the corner. The video. I was expecting the cornerback to shade on my outside shoulder, not my inside right. shoulder, and that's why I ran my route the way I did. And I'm sorry that I didn't make the play. <laughs> I should have scouted the table better. You there are you correct. go. You there are you correct. go. There you go. I should have known the known my. Listen, you know, it takes me back KYP. to high school. Uh, uh, at Hersey High School, I hit a. I hit a deep fly ball against Barrington. I was so shocked I hit this pitch off this pitcher that I, I, I thought I hit a home run. I get a double. Next guy walks. Oh. Next guy wild pitch. Runners on second and third. Next guy walks. I think the bases are loaded because oh, I'm no. still dreaming about that home run. I start oh, no. jogging into home. The catcher's looking. Oh. He's, got it. He's got the ball cocked in his right hand, and he doesn't know what to do because why am I walking in? Bases aren't loaded. He throws it in the left field. I go back to third. I try to score after touching the bag. I get up, and the manager, the late Len Bending, puts his hand in my chest, says, don't move, calls time. He had chewing tobacco in his mouth, spraying it all over. He says, what were you thinking? I said, I guess I wasn't, coach. You yeah, have you nightmares can't. about that, don't you? I still, you have dreams day, about that. Look how beautifully I just gave Absolutely. you the picture. Yes, it tells head. me that that's something that you probably think about once a week. More than once a week, Tom. <laughs> yeah. You know, hey, what are you going to do to celebrate? He sacrif- that manager sacrificed a run. He did. To teach me a lesson. Yeah. And embarrassment. What it a worked. crazy play all yeah, the way around. That is. Hey, true real half, quick, true before, before we let you go, how will you celebrate the end of, of uh, preseason football <laughs> and, and the, the, the gearing up for the regular season? Yeah, start getting ready for the Packers, I guess. Yes. Uh, yeah, because things, things move swiftly. No, you know, I, I, I will definitely – Definitely crack a few cold ones uh, tomorrow afternoon into the evening for sure. Yes, right. it'll be it'll be nice. Yeah. Good riddance to the ninety man rosters, and uh, I'm trying to come up with thoughts on on all these guys, these little nuggets that I put on my board, and a lot of these guys. Unfortunately, the sad part of it is, and I just saw a tweet from one of the agents out there, David Cantor, said, "Hey, keep in mind what's happening here. A lot of these guys will never see another snap in the NFL." So please treat treat this process with the respect that they've earned by being football players their whole life and trying to win a job and you know and I, I do get that so uh, such is, a great point it, it is a tough day uh, tough weekend uh, for a lot of these players you know and they and some know it's coming some yeah. some some refuse to believe it and I'm always amazed Tom and Sylvie how so many times I'll look at my my information and the, and the stats I keep on guys or the um, the notes. Now, see, this is a guy's, like, 10th training camp and his yeah. 12th team. And, he, I, and I always ask, why you keep coming back? I've asked guys in locker room, why you keep coming back? It's 
the love of the game. Love it. And you want guys like that. Yeah. You'd rather have that than the guy who's not who's who's uh, nursing something uh, of an owie and not a real injury, and he just yeah can't go today, coach. Well, we'll see you later. I've sat on that mm. leather couch more than one time, receiving the information that I didn't want to get. And it's tough. Yeah. And, you no know, question. you pour your everything into it. And fortunately for me, they keep brought, bringing me back. But that you're right, Jeff. This may be, for some guys, this will be the last snap they ever take yeah. in a sport that they've, you know, loved their entire lives. So yeah. it really and, is. Uh, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a hard sport to play, obviously. It's a hard sport to win. Uh, every win every day, let alone win games. So I, I have great respect for all these guys that uh, that give it a shot and and that believe that they can get there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Jeff, great stuff. I will see you tomorrow at Soldier Field. Coffee all right, free. thanks guys. Have a great thanks, rest Jeff. of your day. There you go. I will be uh, uh, no no drinking no. into the booth. Coffee free. Yes, I can't wait also to hear from you how things get ramped up emotionally oh, yeah. and. Focus-wise, from preseason to regular well, season, I'm with those ready two to guys, go. like I'm, yeah. I'm done with the preseason. Yeah. Aren't we all? Oh, no doubt. Like, uh, I, like I told uh, you, like we get jacked up for the first preseason game, yeah. and after that, it's like a sprint to the to the first regular season game. All right, Stony Point Grill is where we're at. We're just heating up. So come on out, celebrate your Friday, have an ice cold Miller Light with us. We're in Mokina. Come see Waddle and me. We have a great crowd here. So plenty of room for you. It's Waddle and Sylvie with Waddle's World coming up next. Are you not at the live broadcast? Watch it on Twitch.tv or the Twitch app. Welcome to Miller Time, live from Stony Point Grill in Mokina. This is a Waddle and Sylvie Miller Time live broadcast. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. The home of the Chicago White Sox. This is Waddle's World. And in Chicago, Tom Waddle. He can't run, he's not fast, but he gets open. Bears legend. Amazing. Nine career TDs in the NFL. He caught everything that was thrown and took every hit that they could give him. Tom Waddle. Let's get weird. Let's get weird. Welcome to Waddle's World. Come inside. Let's get weird. Let's get weird. Let's get weird. Weird. Get weird. Yeah, let's get weird. Waddle's World is brought to you by our great friends and partners at Wintrust Community Banks. They are Chicago's banks. Find your nearest Wintrust Community Bank. Visit Wintrust.com slash find us. Member FDIC. You want to start with something weird? Have you ever heard that old legend, the urban legend, that alligators were in the sewer? Remember that as a kid? No. We, no? Never, we had never talked about alligators oh, being in the yeah. sewer. yeah. As a kid, you always used to be scared. Like my really? older brother would say, stay away from the sewers. Because there's alligators in the sewers. And I'd be like, ah! Wow. Yeah. Maybe just be something for us old people in Hickville. Uh, but the alligators in the sewer myth is true. City workers find out in a jaw-dropping video. New York might not have those infamous alligators in the sewer, but Florida does have the real thing, okay? Uh, a work crew in Oveda, Florida, proved that the urban legend was, in fact, a, shun- a sunshine state reality after discovering a five-foot gator residing in a sludge-filled pipe. How'd you like to do that? I mean, I know in Florida you got to you could keep I, your head on a swivel because there's things there that aren't here in Chicago. I would say aren't there gators all over in Florida anyway? But you don't want them in your sewers, you know? Yeah. Like, But, yes, in a pond, in a retention pond, maybe on a golf course, but not in your community hanging out in a sewer. 
like your kids are out playing ball in the street. Next thing you know, five-foot gator comes out of the... You know, it's a good point. The sewers are a magnet for children. Yes. We used to hang around the sewers, too. Of course. It was so weird. And well, you'd always used to, to drop to... stuff down in the yeah, air, and yeah. you're like, oh, I got to go grab something from the sewer. When we My dad down. would always be like, what the hell are you hanging around a sewer yeah. so that you could drop some of your stuff down there? We'd take dad's flashlight. We'd shine it down into the sewer, too. Like, what were we doing? What were you doing? And I'm like, Braxton's out there. We have a sewer in our backyard. And they're always, like, look. And I'm like, get away from the sewer. Well, the, the, the fact that you tell him to get away from it, of I think, course. just probably inspires him to stay hanging around it. Of course it yeah. does. No doubt. Uh, what else do we have for you? Uh, did you see any of the Steelers game last night? I told you I was going to watch it. Highlights. You, you poo-pooed me. Uh, but the Steelers decided to play their guys. Last night, Kenny Pickett, 4-4 four four for 86 yards. Uh, and then 118.8 quarterback rating. If I, am, uh, if I listened correctly, which doesn't always happen, I believe that every drive that Kenny Pickett orchestrated this year in the preseason ended up in a tutty. I, I thought I heard them say on Get Up that he had a perfect quarterback rating in the uh, preseason. Is that yeah. possible? Uh, no, because he had a uh, he had a one eighteen eight last. Right. When night. I heard you say that, but but I thought that's what they said. I thought he had like an eighty percent completion percentage for the preseason as well. Yeah, I just know he has played exceptionally well in the preseason, and he certainly looks the part. And by the way, for. Uh, all those people that are harassing you about your thoughts on playing players in the preseason. I, didn't you say you got a bunch of Twitter freaks coming at it, you? It's not necessarily about playing in the preseason. It's about practice reps. What I tweeted about the show yesterday. Like, I'm worried, and I told everyone, I said, look, bookmark this. I'm getting concerned. And, like, feel free to throw it back in my face if and when they beat the Packers and say, look, it didn't matter. I, I, like, I'm just worried that it's been weeks that many of their players haven't gotten any practice reps. Yes. And they're not ready to play 70 snaps in the opener. They're not conditioned. And and many people... I think it's a valid concern. Uh, but I think there are a lot of people who do agree with me. Of course. Uh, different strokes for different strokes. I mean, uh, different oh, folks. Uh, I think I was referencing to Twitter. Uh, anyway... Uh, but Mike Tomlin doesn't really care how you feel about it. Not you, but I think that any of the people that don't think it's smart. Tomlin was quoted last night after the game. I just think it's difficult to box without sparring. He's always good for a, g- a good yeah. quote, is he? Yeah. And then he went on to say, I don't need validation for playing my guys. So, or playing my starters. And TJ Watts out there. Uh, after Didn't he miss most of last year? Yeah. yeah. And, and he's out there like... Basically, uh, just crushing a quarterback, whoever Atlanta, what they played Atlanta, right? Whoever yeah. Atlanta yes. was playing a quarterback. And they did crush Atlanta overall, 24 nothing. Like, and I'm like, but with TJ Watts playing too, and he's sacking guys. Yeah, I think we all know what he can do. By the way, Kenny Pickett did lead the Steelers' offense to five touchdowns and five preseason drives, and he was 13 for 15 for 199 yards, two touchdowns. That is a perfect 158. So for the preseason quarterback rating. Wow, for the yeah, preseason, I that's pretty I, impressive. I, knew I heard that right. Now that doesn't mean that they're no. going to go into the regular season and, and freight train everybody. It doesn't mean it doesn't mean that he'll be great in the regular season. But this but. is how Mike Tomlin felt was best to get his team up and going. 
And you know what? Good for him. By the way, George Pickens, every time he steps on the field, he makes an absurd catch. I know. I, I, that was the Not, yep. the debate here. Yep. Remember, he was available for Jaquan Brisker. Who did the? Oh, oh, Brisker's Brisker. really good, though. I know he is. I, yeah. Listen, if Jaquan Brisker goes out and makes a couple of Pro Bowls and becomes one of your best players on defense, it, 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 look, you're going to feel good about that. Yes, no doubt. You know, but he's got to play. I mean, I mean, he's got to play. A couple well. Pro Bowls, though, that's a high bar. Yeah, it is, but I am a Brisker fan. Yeah, I like him. I'm not trying to knock him. It's just George Pickens, man. He's making a name for himself very quickly. USC's quarterback Caleb Williams is the betting favorite again for the Heisman. Uh, He should be a fun guy to watch, and the college football season kicks off this weekend. I believe they play San Jose State at USC, Uh, but he is the guy. And who is the other kid, May, from North Carolina? The two quarterbacks that everyone will be keeping an eye on as college football season kicks off. I'm excited about that. I made a Notre Dame play last night. Did you? Yeah, I did. What was it? I played them on the number. Oh, you did? Yeah. I was having a good conversation with Tyler yesterday about gambling on college football. Tyler brought it to my attention, and I wasn't aware of this, that stopping the clock on a first down, that's gone in college football now. Yeah. So the the, the clock will continue to tick. And I'll give credit to to Shane Norland because he was the one who brought it up uh, on our podcast for Chicago's College Tailgate. But it may guide a little betting strategy because unders may be a little more prevalent because the clock's going to run a little bit more during the game, so therefore less scoring. And on top of that, you may see some teams get more delay of game penalties, putting them behind the sticks a little more often. So a lot of first and 15, second and 15s that you may be seeing for some college kids. Good point. Speaking of sparring, uh, Cap and Shea should do like a weekly old school versus current player sparring match because today they had a second installment of this uh, like a couple weeks ago it was between like uh the wide receivers today it was between steph curry and magic johnson and cap was just like cap was all over shay and then and then the, the end it punctuated it with stick to football <laughs> and then threw it to break. Well, cause she, right, because Shea was t- saying that Steph Curry's the best point guard of all time, and right. Cap obviously going old school, saying right. it's magic. And, and I like they go to, they go with it. Shea always takes the modern guy. Cap always takes the yeah. old school guy. And they should go every week. They should pick two guys and debate them and fight because it gets nasty between those two. Yes. Uh, by the way, the Spain women's uh, team, Spain's players are boycotting as, uh, I believe the guy who's in charge, instead of deciding to resign, right, Meller, he yeah. decided to say, hey, listen, this was consensual. I'm hanging hanging on to this job. And they've all said, you know, no, I mean, if he's not gone, we're not playing. The man, the, the manager. Yeah. The team. Yeah, not the guy who kissed. Oh, that's right. I want to make sure, like, it's clear. The players in who for the women's uh, Spanish team did not like their coach at all. Like, right. Like, they were... Leading into the World Cup, very against him being the manager, and they went. They won despite him. And in the celebration of the World Cup, you could see none of the players were going near the manager in oh, celebration. Wow. He was trying to dance and play it off like it was no big deal, but they were basically not acknowledging him. And but they won. It's anyway. a mess. It, it, it is a mess. You know what's not a mess, and we got to talk some baseball later. Is is the Cubs? 
That team's got, I'm telling you, it's got a little bit of 2015 vibe to them. I, I think Tyler's a little anxious, though. And is this is what I want to have the conversation about. Like, are they winning Are they winning stylistically enough for Mr. Tyler Aki? Well, they aren't winning stylistically, but the question is, does that, does who, that gives matter? A, who gives a rat's well, ass? That, that's as what I want to talk about it for. Okay. All right, that's all I got for you. When we come back, a little something we like to call Florida or Ohio. Live from Stony Point Grill in Mokina. Yes, it is indeed Mellor time. Mellor time. Are you with us? You can watch the show on Twitch.tv or the Twitch app. Or keep listening to the ESPN Chicago Triple Play. AM, FM, and app. Get ready to play the game that's sweeping the nation. Public drunkenness. Exotic animals. Dumb criminals. Random stabbings. Or maybe just some good old-fashioned debauchery. Ah. Everything's on the table. It's the Sunshine State versus the Buckeye State as we play Florida or Ohio. And as always, listeners, feel free to play along at home. Florida or Ohio is brought to you by 19 Crimes Wine. 19 Crimes Wine tells the story of rule breakers who beat the odds and became infamous. Pick up a bottle today and live infamously on your own terms. Uh, I had a bottle, a full bottle of uh, 19 Crimes last night. That's Watched impressive. The games. Yep. What did we watch? We started, um, what did we watch last night? The Cubs. And then you rewatched the game because no. you were so excited about the win. Oh, we were watching Hard Knocks. Uh, the latest installment of Hard Knocks. We did not finish it, but I, again, I thought, solid. I thought it's been yeah. very enjoyable. Yeah, solid. I still wish the Bears would do it. They never will. Oh, yeah, I, 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 I remember. I was texting you watching Hard Knocks with Bedwine. Yes. As J.D. coined that. I phrase. was having a nice large glass of uh, Balvini 12 here at the time, too. I Not, just cracked open the bottle. It was delicious. And uh, I was in bed. I had the bed propped up. And I had, uh, what? what? I'm not supposed. I'm not going to be laid, laying down drinking wine. Propping up my bed. I had a, a glass of wine on the nightstand right next to me. Was wearing a leather thong. It was early still, but sometimes the most comfortable uh, chair in the house is your bed. I think always. But how how is it propped up? Are you using pillows, or do you have one of the? I uh, have the uh, electrical bed. Yeah, yeah. It, it 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 turned out magic bed. We're in the as you know we're in the. We're, we're getting a new mattress from Steinhoffers, sure. but uh, the adjustable bed, a, a little bit, we got this about six, seven years ago, a little overrated. Like, we thought it would be, like, this, the greatest invention ever, like, that we'd be going up and down with it and giving yeah. bed rides. That's a, we're giving bed rides? Like, to who? To neighbors or to what? Each, to each other, yeah. Oh, okay. But, but not, 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 I mean, eh. we ha- you, Do you know what? We have the same. Ours does do the same. Have never used it. Yeah, like never. I mean, the, the legs go up too, and they're like, "Oh, and you put the legs up, it's zero gravity." And I, I like, I never put the legs. I just want to sleep. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I prop my head up because just so my head will drain because I get congested. <laughs> Seriously, so I prop. Man I pr- it is. I prop my head up with pillows, but I, I should probably give the bed a, you know, give it a. Give yourself a bed ride. Give myself a bed ride tonight. That reminds me of, remember when 3D TVs came out? Yes. So my parents got one. I can count on one hand how many times we, exactly. we did a 3D something. Yeah, Is there yeah. a bigger waste 
The, the, the mechanical bed or the 3D television? Which one? Well, I think 3D television. I feel like 3D TV okay. came and went yeah. pretty quickly. I'll never forget. We, uh, like, there was, when we were driving to Florida when we were kids, one year I put a quarter in the bed. Oh, boy. And, and 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 it would not stop vibrating. <laughs> My dad was so pissed. We had to go to the front desk and change rooms. Why didn't you just unplug it? I don't. I don't know if it was as simple as that. Really? Either that or. And he was an electrician. Why didn't he just? Why didn't he just kick you kids out of the room? He, he was an electrician, <laughs> so you would think he would know <laughs> exactly. how to solve it. Right. Oh, that's funny. He oh, anyway, what do you got for us, Tyler? Yeah, to screw around with the bed. I'm like, Dad, it's a quarter. I was just looking for a bed ride. I think he was more upset with your, your you knowing the concept like, of a bed ride. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when you yell at Mason to uh, get away from the sewer. Your yeah. dad's like, get away from the, <laughs> the bed, bed ride. Come on. Oh. All right. Speed round here. Can't tase me now, says man in underwear who tries to drown a deputy in a pond. What? <laughs> what? What? Richard Turner was arrested early on Tuesday morning when he tried to drown a deputy and told him, you can't tase me now since I'm in the water. Well, I think you're trying to throw us off because you're trying to because of water. I'm going to I'm going to go with Dayton, Ohio. (laughs) Or or you think like uh, uh, I'm thinking I'm, 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 I'm overthinking this one for sure. But I think he's trying to throw us off more more ponds in Florida. There's no doubt. I'm playing the analytics. It's a split decision. I'm going to go Florida as well. I'll ride with Sylvia here. Uh, the bed ride. Tom Waddle knows his Ohio well because it took place in Portsmouth, Ohio. Yeah, thank you. Do you think someone is more likely to jump in a pond in Ohio because they know there are not gators like we were Probably talking about? so, yes. And like someone wouldn't jump into a pond in the pond, Florida because... Herbie's Pond, where I grew up, right around, like down the street. Was uh, was no gators in there, so right. we would jump in there. Herp, it's kind of like a kind Herp, of a swimming hole. Herb Herb Street. No, he was in Centerville. He oh, was not yeah. where we were. A swimming hole. Yeah, it was a swimming hole basically. Isn't that pond. like a Beverly Hillbillies uh, thing? Probably. Yeah. All right. Uh, coming up next, um, are the Cubs playing well enough for Tyler Aki? <laughs> there is a note in the uh, breakdown. I have for today's show that caught my eye. This and sounds I, like a cap and shake yes, conversation. It really is. Uh, so I want to have a word. And then I got uh, something interesting from AJ, too, on the White Sox moves that I want to share with you. So baseball conversation coming up next. We're having a blast in Mokina. It's all brought to you by Miller Lite.